Hello and welcome back to Scaling Side Hustles. Today is episode 16 where we're talking about harnessing the power and potential of artificial intelligence or AI and how to empower your small startup or your uh, flourishing business today. Um, So some of the things, just a quick overview of what we're going to cover today, it's uh, why and how to implement artificial intelligence or AI today and and how to achieve that competitive advantage, Um, how to um, adopt this um, feeling of confidence and getting rid of the the fears. We want to address some of the fears and misconceptions about AI. Um, But unfortunately, today you're going to have to deal with boring old me. Hill and Val are not here. They're leaving all of this to me. So I want to be as entertaining as possible and help you guys move from and through this path of embracing the power of AI as as so much of this conversation is relevant today. So let's get started and jump right in. So why today? Why do we need to implement artificial intelligence today and achieve a competitive advantage? Well, this is such a big deal for me and the conversations that I'm having with a lot of uh, my team and a lot of our clients because they see the power of AIs like ChatGPT, MidJourney, Bard, and all of these programs, but they don't know how to leverage it. And I want to address some of the fears and misconceptions in this episode, but I also want to talk about how some of the small startups, including our own, are using ChatGPT and these other tools to enhance business solutions. And so we're going to go over a couple different things. Uh, You know, if you've listened to this podcast in the past, you might have heard some things like, you know, how we talk about these four pillars of culture, value, innovation, and operations. And so I I really want to just uh, do a quick overview of those and talk to you about how we're Uh, embracing culture with ChatGPT. So one of the ways that we're doing that in our organization is uh, uh, grabbing the personality tests of each individual and then uh, grabbing the bios of each individual that are on our team. And then as we set business strategy, which is more on the operation side, we want to make sure that each of uh, the people that are in our culture and our team, that they are uh, aligned with duties and responsibilities that feel motivating for them, that feel fulfilling for them. And so we're using ChatGPT to basically assign different responsibilities to these individuals based on their personality traits. So this is super helpful as we look at how we're working together as a team going forward, especially in a remote work environment. And that's uh, the best thing that you can do for building your own team, even if it's one or two people strong, you, you can be more in-depth with how you're dividing responsibilities between you and your partner and aligning them to the personality traits that they have and that you have. Uh, one of the best tools for this that I found is 16personalities.com. It's a free test. It's only about 10 minutes long, and it's very valuable to look into how you interact with others and how you see yourself Um, and what sort of strengths and weaknesses each of us have. In the value pillar, we're looking at how we're interacting with our customer. And so one of the best ways that we've done um, implementation with AI nowadays is using an app called MidJourney. This one's a little bit more complicated to start up, 
but it's only $10 a month. ChatGPT for us, we're paying for it and it's $20 a month. But Midjourney is uh, allowing you to create different images that don't exist. And so this helps us with branding and marketing. We can create very unique designs. Unfortunately, they're not editable right now. And if you know of a tool that allows you to generate AI generated images and also allows you to edit them in programs like Photoshop or Illustrator, let us know in the comments. We'd be super excited to uh, figure out how to work together uh, with those tools as well. Now, one of the biggest things that we hear is most people feel like they are late to the party. You're not late to the party. The AI has just gone pretty mainstream um, in late 2022, and we're still in only quarter two of 2023. So we're all on this journey together of, of learning and self-discovery. And I always equate it back to 1994 with the internet coming out and Jeff Bezos kind of being on the precipice of how to implement this into Amazon and his online bookstore and how that's transformed the way that we use the internet today. Like you look back and you you don't know of a business that has survived in the last few years without an online presence. And so we believe very strongly that this these t tools like AI, um, like ChatGPT and Midjourney are going to become those integral parts of your business model and you need to figure out ways to adapt them now because we we always say like it's like you're um you might be fearful of adopting these programs now for whatever reason we'll go over that in a little bit uh but you can embrace the discomfort of change now or you can wait until the future when you're going to be forced into pivoting much more rapidly and that state of reactiveness may be a higher stress load than what you would deal with right now, being proactive to embrace that change. And so that's all we're saying is be proactive to embrace the change now in figuring out how to pivot slightly with your business model to adopt AI and achieve that competitive advantage. So let's look at how some businesses are uh, adapting right now. Uh, we're going to take a look at a large business right now. So Google's DeepMind is a significant player in AI. And, you know, if you're not looking at a vision that big, um, let's say you have a boutique shop and you could use these AI tools for targeted marketing, marketing campaigns uh, by customizing the prompts in ChatGPT. You can uh, use um, what we do is we create a bio for the client uh, or the bio for the customer. And then we create these uh, very specific and, and customized marketing campaigns. And it's almost like you're working with a top-notch employee that has a degree in marketing and you're challenging them on different aspects of your business and trying to flesh out the different ideas that they have. But you know your business better than that new employee so really, it's a conversation that you need to have with this new employee called ChatGPT and, and seeing how you guys can collectively come up with some new ideas. Now, in the business model analysis that we typically do, uh, we, we have a pay what you can analysis at, at our company, uh, Cresio.com, if, if I can do a soft plug there. 
Um, you can fill out a, a very quick business model and either come as a guest on our show and get a free consultation, or you can get that consultation um, at a variable rate. We have a sliding scale. Um, but what we've done in that analysis is program ChatGPT to help us come up with different ideas to build the business model for unique situations. And oftentimes we'll see ChatGPT come up with great ideas, but it doesn't come up with the idea that we're running with 100% of the time. So I would say like 50% of the time, it's going to come up with different ideas that are conducive to us finalizing that idea. And that part of the process saves us hours upon hours of time. The last uh, work that I did with ChatGPT that saved us the most amount of time, it saved us like 30 days of working hours, of man hours. And so just to show you the, the true potential of AI, it's not only about lead generation or only about uh, the benefits that it can provide you in terms of sales. It's also about the benefit it can provide you in terms of how much time you're saving and time saved equals increased output capacity. So if you look at it like this, you know, we have a copywriter copywriter on our team and she's a little afraid of ChatGPT replacing her copywriting skills. And what I told her is that the copywriter is going to be um, replaced by ChatGPT, but the copy editor is going to be what's reviewing the copy that's coming out of ChatGPT. And that person has the industry knowledge, the the more fine-tuned approach of how things sound. You know, if you've if you've studied these programs at all, you know that they have inflections and um, those have to be kind of removed from the um, final output. But now instead of me typing, you know, a thousand words, I can type, you know, a few hundred words and output a few thousand words, review that really quick, and I can build you know, copy for five websites in the time that it used to take me to build it for one, which means my sales have quadrupled in in the same amount of time. So increasing your output capacity and looking at that part in the value pillar of how it's improving your business is so important. The next thing that I want to talk about is how we're addressing fears and misconceptions about AI. So the, the most common ones that I hear are job displacement. So people often perceive AI as a job killer. However, research indicates that AI could actually create more jobs than it displaces by opening up new markets and opportunities. So look at it this way. You know, we used to have um, jobs in, in farms and doing all of this manual labor, and then there was the Industrial Revolution. And now um, in that process, we are able to output a lot more manufacturing capacity uh, with the same amount of man hours. And so in the same way that the Industrial Revolution changed things for us, we're changing things with AI and allowing it to be a part of our core business model and increasing our output capacity, which allows us to free up our minds on higher level thinking, more creativity, more imagination, more vision. And if you look at what Mark Cuban and Elon Musk said back in 2018 and 2019, they all said that, or they both said that the skills of the future will be creativity, imagination, and vision. 
And that's because AI is going to take these mundane tasks out of our brain in the same way that the calculator takes the math out of our brain. Now, we shouldn't create a dependency on these programs, but we should um, leverage them to move up uh, with the, the big players in the industry. The second and third fears and misconceptions are the complexity and skills. Many fear that AI is too complex or requires advanced skills, but in reality, many user-friendly AI tools require minimal technical knowledge, like ChatGPT is the front end, it's the visual, the GUI of the, the AI tool, and it's very easy to communicate with in the same way that you would um, message a friend on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, but that friend is, is, has really high reasoning and really high skill sets and can tell you how to build business strategy. The third and final fear is cost. AI adoption is often associated with high cost. However, like I told you before, I'm paying $20 a month for ChatGPT and $10 a month for MidJourney. A lot of these other tools that can be found on futuretools.io are very cost effective. And eventually, if you calculate how much time you're saving by adopting these tools, you're going to experience an ROI most of the time. Now I'd like to dive a little further back into the past. We talked about how in 1994, Jeff Bezos is onboarding the internet as a core part of his business model. But I want to uh, provide some more examples here to lessen or dampen the fears that we have about onboarding AI as part of our core business model. So if we look at eBay, founded in 1995, eBay faced initial skepticism as the concept of an online auction seemed risky to many, but uh, eBay gradually built trust among its users and turned that skeptic skepticism around. Um, now it's one of the global e-commerce platforms with millions of buyers and sellers. So, um, you know, if, if eBay is not enough for you, like we can look at how Dell in the mid 90s was among the first computer companies to sell products directly to consumers over the internet. People were initially hesitant to purchase those big ticket items online, but Dell proved them wrong and successfully established a direct sales business model. And then most of you know how Netflix started as a DVD by mail service in 97 when the video rental stores were still the norm. But when they began their streaming service in 2007, um, even though many doubted the viability of streaming today, they are the global entertainment juggernaut and all of these streaming services have, have followed them. So if that's not enough to convince you, I don't know what is, but the, the point is here that it's very easy to get started with AI. There's practical steps for small startups, and I'm about to tell you how to get started in, in five easy steps. All right, so step one is identifying your needs. So before exploring any AI solutions, it's essential to understand what problem you're trying to solve. This is the part where we recommend on Scaling Side Hustles and through our business, Crescio, uh, to complete a LAM analysis. And this is where you're trying to identify product market fit and looking at all of the different capacities of your business, because this will help you to um, solve different problems in customer service, marketing, or even operational efficiency. We want to look at our current processes and pinpoint areas where automation or data-driven decision-making could help us 
and alleviate a lot of man hours. The second step is exploring the AI tools. So I mentioned futuretools.io. ChatGPT is an incredible resource for strategy and um, textual feedback. Midjourney is great for visual feedback. Um, but, But just looking into them and starting to ideate around those problems, you'll start to Um, create these synaptic connections in your brain and trying to understand like, okay, if I have problem X, then I need solution Y. And then uh, testing before implementing. This is step number three. We want to make sure that before purchasing or making any big decisions um, that we're testing these things out. You know, a lot of the people that I've talked to, they're going out and buying loads of ChatGPT prompts or these AI prompts. And personally, I think that's a waste of money. Like if you do a little bit of research and you learn how to talk to it, you don't need the prompts. You don't need to pay for copy and pasting. You can develop these yourself. We store them in Google Docs and then copy and paste them into ChatGPT. And the more personalized you can get, the better. So, you know, just be very intentional about what you're spending the money on and not giving the money to the wrong companies. And then number four is implementing gradually. So we don't want to try to automate everything at once. In my experience, you know, you want to do the uh, culture first, the value second. You want to do operations third. So you're looking at improving your um, team member uh, retention and, you know, your hiring strategies and all these things that are going to help you um, grow your people power. And then you want to work on your sales process, your branding and marketing. And then finally, you want to work on lowering overhead. So don't try to automate everything at once. And then finally, number five is learn and adapt. AI is evolving so freaking rapidly. It's insane. I cannot keep up myself. You know, these plugins just came out for ChatGPT and we can connect ChatGPT with all of these different plugins like airlines and um, uh, an incredible amount of things if you look into it. But if you uh, start building something, just keep an eye on what is coming out in the future. Reddit is a great place for this and um, helpful to see what new tools are coming out because you don't want to build, a, you don't want to spend a ton of time or a ton of money and resources into building a solution that's going to be replaced tomorrow by another one. But you do want to move forward in that one direction. So if you have any questions, feel free to leave a comment or contact us uh, at contact at scalingsidehustles.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to have you on the show. We thank you for your time. And hopefully next week we will have Hillary and Valerie back to entertain you guys. Uh, We love you guys as our listeners. Thank you for your support. And if you know of a company or you want to become a sponsor yourself, you can uh, go to sponsor at scalingsidehustles.com. Send us an email rather at that email. And uh, we'd love to uh, work with you to, to feature you on our podcast and get that notoriety that you deserve and help you scale your side hustle. So contact us today. And thanks for listening. Well, bye, y'all.